For the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. You know what that means, boys and girls? The devils! Settle! Goodbye and good night. Bang! What is up, Rest Friends? My name is Edie. And you are listening to the Rest Friends podcast. Rest Friend, Happy New Year. Rest Friend, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Oh, wait, we did kind of do like a Christmas episode. Never mind. Sort no, of, we, right? we did we did a little bit before, we, but... We did say Merry Christmas already, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> it's a new year. First friend Sergio is making a cameo. Tell him to wait oh to the camera. Gosh. The audience loves him. I told him right before we started, and there he is. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Let's see. I Do we have a... We don't have a little Sergio banner. Rest friend Sergio. So we are live right now, guys, on, on YouTube. But if you are not able to listen to us um, or to watch us live, then don't worry. The audio version is going to be available. So we're super excited about that. And let me see if I can add this little this little thing. <laughs> Shout out to restaurant Sergio. Yes. Just, just for those that missed this, Sergio walked in and... You can see him. <laughs> he's and the best friend. And I feel like Sergio knew. He knew. He, was he knew. He, he knew. He knows what he's doing. He's he like, knows exactly he's like, what he's is, doing. This is my time to shine. <laughs> well, look. Oh, my God. We're getting kitty action. Look at it. 10 out of 10. I have a scratcher. I'm so sorry about that. Can you get her? <laughs> she... For people that own cats, I don't know if I don't know if any I don't know if anyone listening to us owns cats or not. Uh-huh. But I have three cats, and two of my cats are scratchers, which means that when they go to the bathroom, they don't know how to cover what they did. They I don't know I don't know why, but they just don't know how to cover it, so they just scratch the walls, oh. and they think they're covering. No, they said that's enough. This is good enough. I was like, uh, yeah, because it's right behind me. But anyway. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for the intro. We're starting off the new year fantastically. This isn't Rush Friends if we don't have a, a little chaotic intro, right? If we don't have a little bit of shenanigans. But all right, let's 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 start. Let's talk about wrestling. And Rest Friend, there's a lot that's happened since we've had our last show. So first of all, Adam Cole, baby, revealed himself to be the devil, which we knew this. We knew this, right? We knew it was him. Of course. We were, we were, I feel like we were also hoping it was him. Yeah. So Adam Colbebe is officially the devil and his goons were Mike Bennett and Matt Taven from the kingdom. Also Roderick Strong and also Wardlow were the people behind the masks. The other people, were they who you thought they would be? Uh, yes, except Wardlow. Okay. I really... I feel like I did kind of know it was going to be Wardlow towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but when this whole thing first started, I I was hoping it was Adam Cole, baby. And it was like there was something in me that was like, it's going to be Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, when it came to Wardlow, I, I was a little bit surprised when, when I saw that it was him, when he was part of it. But it makes sense, right? Because that's yeah. somebody that MJF also pretty much backstabbed and just every time he was by his side for so long, but he never really, um, what do you call it? Acknowledged him as much as Wardlow. It was more like, this is just 
my right hand or something. And you know what's crazy? Like, we had been talking about it before. Like, oh, Wardlow, like, you're telling me he can't just go after MJF by himself? Like, he's going to need to, like, you know, attack all these people backstage. And then we were like, oh, the kingdom, who knows? It was just kind of very up in the air, right? Of, like, it really could be anyone. There was still a point where I thought it was still going to be Max, where it was going to be MJF. So... Um, I'm glad it was Adam Cole. Did you like the reveal? How did you feel about that? Um, I feel I felt like it could have been better. It could have been. AEW has been so good with reveals and like debuts. You know, they've been so good with like surprising us, being as good surprises. Like Adam Cole, baby's AEW debut, mm-hmm. amazing. You and I were there. Yeah. One of our favorite nights of ever. Yeah. But, and when it came to this, I was expecting sort of, like, the same type of kind of reveal. Um, But I think it was okay. I also feel like I feel this way just because it took so long. I felt like they took so long for the reveal. Like, they were just dragging it out. So, on Ultima, I was just like, oh, it's Adam Cole, baby. Of course it is. Instead of me being like, oh, it's Adam Cole, baby. (laughs) Well, at the pay-per-view, which was World's End, right? Um that's when MJF lost his title to Samoa Joe and he came out with Adam Cole which Adam came out in all black with his hair done like slicked back a restaurant I knew I was like mm, he looks a little too too done up to not be doing some shenanigans tonight and yeah he was definitely ready for shenanigans <laughs> that one what was it was it that one dynamite was it on dynamite or was it on Collision? I believe it was Dynamite when Adam Kobe Bay came back from um, basically being at home. Mm. Uh, what's it called? Like rehab at home, yeah. right? Um, and he was sitting down on the chair because obviously he couldn't walk that well. And mm. and MJF was like talking on the microphone and Adam Kobe Bay was just sitting on the chair. And I could see in Adam Kobe Bay's face that something was going on. I'm like, I have been watching this man very very well every every one of his moves since he was on nxt with Mm -hmm. the undisputed era i know when he has something up up his sleeve yeah so that's when i knew that it was adam kobe bay behind that mask i'm like i know you adam kobe bay i've met you before i know when you have something up your sleeve you are the devil (laughs) and it's crazy right because we've seen adam cole outside of of wrestling outside of being a, a heel character i have only known adam cole to be so kind. I saw him the, his like final uh, couple months in NXT, but even then, I was like, Adam Cole's not a villain. Like he's not a bad guy, right? Like you're he's, so funny. He's just yeah. misunderstood. He's going through things. We all go through them. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. He's, I agree. He's misunderstood. Like we all go through things, and mm-hmm. I was like, Adam, it's it's fine. So now seeing him like try to be this heel character and like what uh, the undisputed kingdom, I'm like, Adam, be so serious. Like I've seen you high five little kids. I've seen you hug little kids. Like there's like these people who meet Adam Cole, like there is a glimmer in their eye and it's the same glimmer in his eye when he meets you. It's like he is so grateful. He's so kind. And um, I remember after we met him at like C2E2 the first time, um, I was like, oh my God, I didn't think he was going to be that nice. And you and Sergio were like, no, he's like extremely nice, like on Twitch and, and everything. He's he's just a great guy. So I'm just going to, it's going to take a little bit of time for me to get used to this Adam Cole as like a heel or a devil. 
you're just so you you're just you can't stop thinking about the Adam Cole that you met. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And when we were like, tell Britt that we love her. I will. I will. Oh my goodness. Just anytime I go back to that moment too, I'm just like Oh, Adam Kobe, right? It's just like it was a, just the sweetest. It's a happy sigh, and I just also I remember us at the pay per view where he debuted, and we were literally grabbing each other, jumping up and down. And uh, right after Brian Danielson also made his oh my god, just amazing to remember. Definitely a night to remember. Yeah, uh, Adam Kobe has definitely given given us nothing but like the best days. Like mm-hmm. thanks to you, that night was just amazing. Um, thanks to you, that C2E2 day was amazing. I also met Hangman that day, so it was a very good day overall. <laughs> and C2E2 is coming back this year. Um, and it's uh, last year there wasn't a lot of wrestling people, um, because it literally was the same weekend as WrestleMania. So this year they're like, hey, we understand. And they even they sent an email, they were like, you know, we understand that people wanted more wrestling. So um, we, he's like, that was like a mishap on our end, whatever. But now they changed the dates. So WrestleMania is a different weekend than C2E2. So I'm hoping that we will get more wrestlers too, that including AW. So that should be fun. I really do hope more wrestlers come this time around. Um, Like you said, hopefully because it's not WrestleMania weekend, we will get more wrestlers just because that's what makes it fun too. Like, of course, we like going there and enjoying the all the little shops and mm-hmm. buying all these, all this art, right? Yeah. Um, looking at the cosplays, people be doing amazing cosplays, but we're so used to meeting some of our favorite wrestlers at C2E2 that I really hope this year yes. they do that again. So Troy is watching. He says, I'm awake. <laughs> oh, good morning. Oh, wait, no. No, good night. Good night. Yes, it's, yeah. it's late Total, over there. Okay. Thank you so much for watching. Appreciate it. Also, Casey is watching. She says, happy Friday, my beautiful friends. Tears. Tears of joy. Oh, I love our friends. So much. They're so supportive. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate it. And keep the comments coming. We will definitely feature them. Um, just great stuff. I'm I'm really excited for this year. So let's continue talking yeah. about Hangman. <laughs> Try not to react. I'm trying to be professional. Okay, Russ Friend, we we keep it professional here on Russ Friends, okay? We keep it very professional, okay? <laughs> so, uh, we saw Hangman make his return, and he's been ready to fight, Russ Friend. When um, Claudio was like, oh, you want to fight? I'll fight you. Uh, Russ Friend, I was taken aback because I'm like, this is a match made for Russ Friends. <laughs> and this is your boy and, and my man's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stay professional for that long. <laughs> okay. It was nice while it lasted, right? <laughs> oh my God, Rust Friend. So immediately the first thing that people noticed was the mustache. What are your thoughts on the mustache? I usually I usually don't like long facial hair on men. Mm-hmm. Even though my mind has facial hair and everything, but when it's growing out, I'm like, can you please like trim it and go shave it, you know, and stuff. Oh, that looks very good on Hangman, and this is not just because I. This is not just because I love him. Like, if I didn't like it, I would say it. He looks very good. Yeah, I really, really enjoy that little overgrown um, facial hair he has going on. I really do enjoy it, and the fact that he's angry, like, it just makes him look ten times better. It's different, right? I feel like um, 
you know, with the women, they're allowed to to like be a little bit more playful with like the gear, with the hair, with the makeup. And guys, I mean, unless you're like Darby Allen or Sting, you know, you don't really get that that expression. So the fact that you can kind of tell the story through facial hair, I feel like that, right? That has to mean something. I mean, All right. we'll get to the bucks, but like the mustaches are in 2024, clearly. Clearly. I, I wonder where it's going, though. I wonder if he's going to keep letting it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how I would feel about that. Yeah. But I, so far, so good. So far, so good, my friend. No complaints here. No complaints. No complaints Zero. at all. Uh, let's, yeah. The, <laughs> the mustaches. Also, if, they- if you guys hear that there, there's pauses in, in, our, in our stuff, in the audio version, it's because we are streaming live on YouTube. So we are showing images and you guys can see us. So we're going to be streaming more often. So this <laughs> The pictures are going to be insane. I just, I can already tell. Oh my goodness. So the Young Bucks have returned. I'm super excited. So AEW made its return to Daly's Place, which is basically their their home, right? They spent all of the pandemic at Daly's Place. And um, Sting and Darby were the main event. And they had a match against Hobbs and Takeshita. And Darby and Sting picked up the win. And... We know that Sting is on his like retirement tour, right? And he is, I think, when is his last match? Do do you know his friend when that is? It's like in a couple months, right? I don't know. It looks like it looks like they're saying um revolution. Okay, yes, revolution. Um, so oh man, it's it's gonna be sad to see Sting go because I feel like he's been able to like really keep himself whole as a wrestler like he doesn't look like he's tired he um his body looks like it's in good shape and he's not been problematic so (laughs) that's a big one Um, especially for a man his age yes for from his era yeah exactly yeah so um sting gets on the mic and he starts talking about the last match that he's gonna have Troy says, I love a rest friend slideshow presentation. Era. Thank you. Edie, Edie wanted everyone to know exactly what we were talking about. The I wa- mustaches are her, are her favorite. I wanted you guys to have visuals to go along with us with our expressions because when Teddy and I record here in person, like that's what we do. We'll be like, oh my God, rest friend, did you see this? And then we'll put the phone up. Like, <laughs> So now you guys just get to witness it with us, but... Um, yeah, Casey also says that she's living for Hangman's new stash. 10 out of 10 for for the new stash. It's vibing. It's giving vibes, apparently. It is. It is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, back, back to other stashes. Back to the other stashes. Back to the other stashes. So, Sting is talking about his last match and who he's going to have the match with. And all of a sudden... We hear the sweetest sounds of music that have ever rung through AEW arenas, right? The Young Bucks theme and Rest Friend, I was like, <gasps> the Bucks are back. I was so excited, Rest Friend. And to see them come, I was like, what are they going to wear? That was immediately what I was thinking. And they come out in this Chicago Mafia suit era, whatever it is, with the gold chain, with the stashes, Rest Friend. 
I love that you said that, that Chicago mafia stash. <laughs> I, I agree with friend. The outfit, the mustache, the necklace, like the jewelry, the stare, the stare. That first friend, saying. the stare. I literally, before we started recording, I told you, I was like, first friend, I don't know what you're doing for Halloween, but we need to do this. You know what? I am so down. People are going to be um, like, who are you guys? Um, clearly, the Young Bucks, duh. <laughs> we always want to do the Young Bucks, and I think the, this is the year. This has to be the year. The mustache, we don't even have to do anything but buy oh, mustaches. I thought you were going to be like, oh, we don't have to do anything. We already have mustaches. No! <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do have a... I mean, I wasn't gonna do. Yeah, no, we'll, you know. we'll buy some fake stashes, and that will definitely be our Halloween look. I can only imagine what these stashes and the looks are going to be like in 2024. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> no, I agree, rest friend. I I'm also very happy that it looks like they're coming back as heels. Obviously, right? Like the look. Oh, and... that's a that's definitely a heel look if I've ever seen one. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited that Hangman is also a heel right now. Very, very angry Hangman. I hope the Young Bucks are just as angry because they, you know what, they deserve to be angry. Yeah. And I'm excited, Rest Friend. <laughs> I, I hate that social media was very unhappy about it. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you guys watch AEW and have so much hate for the Young Bucks? Like two of the people that obviously started this company yeah it's it'll, it'll, it'll never click in my head it, it doesn't click for me either but what i did like is i was hearing um reports on i was gonna say on tiktok on on twitter <laughs> i was seeing reports that people were very excited to have the young bucks backstage and i'm like as they should you yes. know um on the show All Access, I don't know if you guys have had the chance to watch All Access, but um, that was the like reality show that AW had for a little bit. And they really showed what the Young Bucks were like backstage. And everyone backstage, all the women especially, <laughs> would go, Rispera, why are you laughing? <laughs> Did you just see Mimi's comment? Yeah, so that's my sibling. I cannot with <laughs> Mimi said, they look like Anthony Soprano Jr., Oh my gosh, I can't stand them. They are so funny. I don't know if you watched The Sopranos, Rest Friend. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. But, no, I didn't. So uh, Mimi has to is... educate me on that. She, they need to send me the best episodes. Or I, I guess it's the whole series. You right, should start it. Yeah. You should start it. I'm not going to lie to you. It start, I'm still, I haven't finished it. Mm -hmm. um, I believe I'm on season three. Okay. Um, it starts off a little bit slow, but it's, it does start to pick up. And Rest Friend, it's crazy. I definitely recommend it. Um, they're hilarious for that. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that's going to be on I my list remember. for today. It's it's a snowy day in Chicago, so I have nothing but but time today. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! Uh, back to back to the Bucks. They were shown on this on the show All Access. Is it was it All Access? Yeah, right. Or backstage or something. Um, all Access. Okay. But they would show the talent that would really go up to the Bucks and Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. And like a lot of these people would go and just kind of run things by them and ask them for advice. And the Bucks were like, you know, thanks so much for for even coming to us. Yeah, we'll, we'll consider it. We'll take it to Tony. Like these guys are 
such a staple in the locker room. They're really essential. So I'm, I was glad to see those reports that people were very excited to have them back backstage. I'm gonna, I'm obviously speaking as a fan, you know, from a fan's perspective, but as someone who, um, I feel like a lot of people would say that my opinion is biased because I did, things, it, it's thanks to the Young Bucks that I came back to wrestling because I really wasn't that much interested in wrestling at, uh, at the time before I, I, I was gonna say discover them, like, okay, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> um, before Sergio showed me who the Young Bucks were, I, I was really like, okay, you know, wrestling, sure, whatever. And then he introduced me to the Young Bucks and everything else independent, which was most, it was mostly um, New Japan stars that he started to show me. Yeah. And that's when I fell in love with the Bullet Club. And the Young Bucks brought me back to wrestling. They showed me a whole other side of wrestling that I personally did not know about. Yeah. And so, again, speaking from a fan's perspective, there's someone that have done so much for wrestling outside oh, yeah. of WWE that I, I'm pretty sure it has to be the same thing in the industry, you know, for the people that are in the wrestling industry. A lot of other wrestlers have talked about how huge the Young Bucks are backstage and how a lot of people can go to them and talk to them. A lot of the, some women have talked about that too. And to me, that's huge. Yeah. As a woman, like when you hear something like that, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm standing the right people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy they're back. I really, really hope that they're as happy as we are because they deserve it. I, we, we can't get into that much anymore. I feel like we've talked about what happened already yeah. a lot, but I, I'm so happy they're back. And I really hope they're feeling the love because yeah. I believe the Young Bucks deserve it. They deserve all the love. To me, they deserve it all. They deserve the world. So shout out to our longtime follower and fan, Scott George. He says, good morning, afternoon, rest friends. The Bucks mustaches remind me of the Grey Poupon commercial back in the day. I'm going to have to find that commercial because I I don't know. I wish I knew what he was talking about because I don't. I'm, I'm so going to look it Scott. up right We'll now. find it. We will find it. And we'll get, we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and shout outs to Isabel. She's a super sticker. 10 out of 10. Prima love in the morning. <laughs> Nothing like it. It's <laughs> <laughs> one ninety nine. Like it. We can buy ourselves some chicles, restaurant. Restaurant iconic. Because yeah. you know we've been eating it at wrestling shows. Wrestling shows. Yeah. All righty, restaurant. So during this week's dynamite, I'm watching, and I think it's the first match, which is Claudio and Hangman, and I'm like doing other things. I was cleaning my room, so I was like watching it on Hulu. So I was like pausing it. Um, and that's me pausing it and pressing the space bar. <laughs> I was pausing it and then like going back and forth. And then at one point I'm like, let me just go upstairs really quick. And when I was upstairs, I get a notification from Instagram and I'm like, oh, what's happening? And I see that Joey Janela is on live. And of course, you know, I love Joey. So I have to go on to see what Joey's doing or what shenanigans is happening. And the moment that my screen lights up and I see Joey Janela. The very top of his headline says, Janela Zone is back. And for me, I like, I paused for a little bit and I was like, no, there's no way that says that. And then I'm like, oh, it does. So immediately I sent it to Lo. I sent it in the group chat. I sent it to Mario. And like, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Janela Zone is back. You, restaurant, you know, I talk about Janela Zone all the time. I'll talk about Janela Zone. All the time. Me and Mario are obsessed with Janela Zone. I know you are not as obsessed. I know you have a little bit of trauma from Janela Zone. 
Oh, I'm very traumatized. I was getting PTSD because I got home that night. I wasn't home. So then I get home and I turn on Dynamite. I'm like, oh my God, I already missed all of Dynamite. So I started. I get on Instagram and I see that you sent me the live. And I'm like, is she for real right now? Like, is she for real right now? <laughs> I feel it. Like my heart started beating fast. I was like, I was getting PTSD. And I'm going to explain why, y'all. During the pandemic, when the Janela Zone was hot, like, he was on there every night, Richard? Yes, every night for hours. Edie, Mar Edie Mario and I were also video chatting every night. And every single night that Joey Janela would get on, we happened to be video chatting at the time. And they would always just abandon me to go watch Janela Zone. I swear, we would be talking, sometimes we would be talking about the deepest stuff. And they'd be like, oh, Janela Zone is on. We're sorry. We're, we have to go watch it. We'll, we'll be texting. We'll be messaging. And then they just leave me. So anyway, continue. Right? Let's, let's talk about Jamila. I mean, sorry, Jamila. <laughs> I am cackling, Russ friend. Um, oh, my God. Janela Zone is back. And I was on the floor, Rust friend, on the floor. The fact that he was like, oh, yeah, we're back. And he's like, yeah. people were like, oh, my God, like the pandemic era and, and, oh, my God, Joey, we missed you. And, oh, yeah, Janela Zone is back. And people are on Twitter. I went on, on, on Twitter and I was like, this is not a drill. Janela Zone is back. Joey retweeted it. That's how I know it's he real. He real. Real recognized real on that one. <laughs> I love Joey Janela. This man is so entertaining. And it's the fact that he was like, oh, you can buy badges. Like, people can buy badges on this. He's like, oh, my God, I can make money off of this. He's like, guys. If I can make money off of this every night, he's like, I'm going to be on Janela's own every night if people are, <laughs> are sending me money. And I didn't know this. So on Instagram, when you go live, you can buy badges. And there's three levels of badges. You can buy like the 99 cents one, the 1.99, and I think like the 3.99. And um, what basically what happens is like when you comment, there'll be like a little heart next to your name. One, two, or three hearts, depending on how much money you gave. I gave Joey $3 that night. And... If he is on again, restaurant, I will give him more money. Like, I love wow. Joey Janela. Like, the fact he was so entertaining, restaurant. This man was on for three or four hours. <laughs> this past Janela Zone? Yes, this past Janela Zone. So he was on all the seven o'clock hour partially of the eight o'clock hour. And then he's like, you know what, guys? He's like, I'm just losing the numbers. I'll be back after Dynamite. <laughs> So he, um, I guess like the, whoever was watching, the, the numbers would go up and down or whatever. And uh, he was back after Dynamite, which was like around nine o'clock. And he stayed on for like another two hours. And he had on Nasty Leroy, who is we know is like an OG from uh, Janela Zone yeah. back in, in, in the pandemic days. But man, it was just, restaurant. some of the things that these, that he was saying, like, I was so entertained. Like, I was crying because it was so funny. <laughs> I I wish Mario was here to talk with you about this because I obviously have no idea what happened. You did kind of share a little bit on the group chat what he talked about. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, gosh. It was, you know, it's it's a level of, not inappropriate, but it's like. It's Joey Janela. It's Joey Janela. So it's, yeah. like, you, you, you know what you're going to get. He was talking about how his tooth was missing and that he had it filled 
but he was eating a donut and it wasn't strong enough, so he ate ate it with the donut. He's like, guys, don't worry. Like, I ordered a new tooth or, or the new tooth is on its way. I don't know what was happening, Russ Ryan. <laughs> what? He ordered a new tooth? He's, that just sounds like, he's like guys, a new tooth on Amazon. It'll be here in two days. He's like, guys, relax. <laughs> it's not that serious. He's like, the girls like it. He said the girls think it's cute, which is such a Joey Janela thing to say, right? <laughs> I love Joey. So I'm super excited that it's back. And yeah, he's like, if I can make money off of this, which he knows now that he can, because I think after like 30 minutes, he's like, oh, my God, I got $14. He's like, how do I how do I get this money? <laughs> like, <laughs> which, Us with our $2. Right? Like, okay, friend, how do we cash out? <laughs> exactly. How are we cashing in? How, what do we what do we do? Um, what's the minimum? What's the situation? Yeah, uh, love Joey, love Joey. He's he's just so iconic, and um, I'm glad that hopefully 2024 will bring more of the Janella Zone. So yeah, what, do you have any final thoughts on Joey Janella, Russ friend? I have nothing to say. <laughs> thank thank you for catching us up though. Oh oh, always Russ friend. Really appreciate it. I know that on the next podcast we'll probably hear more about it since he'll mm-hmm. be getting on. Again. Yeah yeah. Well, Willie Mack was on this time. Um, he was talking to Nasty Leroy. Nasty Leroy told him a very inappropriate story. Um, but if you guys have never seen you know anything Joey Janela, just go on his Instagram. He's he's a great wrestler. He's really entertaining. He's so funny. And um, there's really, I guess, no one like him in, in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So let's talk about the latest signing to All Elite Wrestling, which is Deanna Perrazzo. And she's coming in hot right off of just a great run in Impact Wrestling, which is now TNA. But um, rest friend, did you expect Deanna to debut on AEW or did you think she maybe could have gone back to WWE? I was not expecting her in AEW. I don't really think I thought about it much this time around mm-hmm. um, when I saw that she was leaving TNA. But I, I, it was kind of a little surprise for me. I'm not going to lie to you. I also didn't think, she, I didn't really think she would go back to WWE just because she left. But then again, there's a lot of people that left WWE and now they're going back. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, it was a, a little bit of a surprise for me, my friend. I, I feel like I knew that she was going to debut there, but I thought maybe Mercedes would have debuted before. Um, I know people were like, oh, well, maybe they'll debut at the same time. But then people were like, no, that's not going to happen because, you know, Mercedes's debut would definitely overshadow Deanna's. Not to say that, you know, that the, the style of wrestling or that one's a better wrestler or whatever. It's just like they definitely would have overshadowed Deanna. So I'm glad that she got her own um, her own debut moment. And she immediately called out Tony Storm, which I'm like, oh, going straight to the top. She's not to say that I was surprised because, yeah, she has a, a great run that she has to back up. Right. Um, but I was like, oh, OK, they're letting her go straight to the top. And she just got here. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't have that many thoughts on Diana just because I haven't been following her, mm-hmm. her wrestling for a while now. Same. Yeah, same. Um, but I still am excited to see what she's going to bring to AEW. Um, I feel like this past dyn- uh, the Dynamite this week where they had the, the women, the four on four, 
that made me very happy to see just because we really haven't seen a lot of the women on TV. Mm -hmm. um, we always see the same women, right? Yeah. So seeing that was very nice. And it brought me some hope. I feel like also them being back at Daily's Place, it brought me back some hope that mm -hmm. hopefully they start giving us more when it comes to the women. I just, I'm just hoping it's not going to be Diana every week now that Diana's here. Just yeah. Diana and Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. I like that she that she's here, but I hope they still keep showing us all the women that they have because. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, same. I didn't watch any of I, I don't watch Impact and, you know, even uh, Trinity. I think I watched like the first episode where Trinity was on. And then afterwards, I just I didn't watch Impact. So even her her run now I'm missing and Diana's run um, missing, which I've heard nothing but incredible things about Deanna and about Trinity in that company. So props to them. Now, Deanna coming to AEW, that's going to be interesting. I am excited to see her because I did like what she was doing in NXT. I just, you know, she was gone too soon from there. Um, but yeah, she really proved herself, really made herself more star worthy, right? So it's going to be interesting to see what she does with Tony. And yeah, AEW, I think this year is set to have a really, really great roster. We're going to have Britt Baker come back, Thunder Rosa's back. Um, we're seeing Serena Deeb is getting ready. You know, Red Velvet is being featured more. I know Marina Shafir's name has been mentioned. Um, I think Nyla, um, I want to say it was Nyla Rose. She just showed up in Ring of Honor to, um, something with Athena I don't know what it is but you know there's there's so many things that are happening right now Julia is just such a great champion and Tony we're just the women are are up there so I'm so excited to you know hopefully this year have them really shine right on Dynamite during the women's match they were talking about how this is this could probably be Anna Jay's year and I really hope it is because they were talking about how Last year was Sky Blue's year. You know how Sky Blue um, started showing up more and her character obviously developed into something different. And seeing Anna Jay, Anna Jay, you can really tell that she has just gotten so much better when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to the way she presents herself. Like the confidence is there. And I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this Anna Jay. And I hope they're right. I hope that... Um, all the other women like Anna J that are not shown as much mm -hmm. um, get the same opportunities this year. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I was glad that we got to see Anna J because I am a fan of her and I do like her, her work. I know she has been like injured, so it's, it's been a little tough, but when they had her on yesterday, yesterday or Wednesday to um, be featured in like specifically the daily, the daily's place. And they also had uh Preston Vance um, from the Dark Order also featured. I'm like, you guys have these guys on your roster, but you only use them for like the Dailies Place one. Like, come on, like they, you can build storylines when it's not just something. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the history that they have here. Like Anna Jay is a star. And I know that she got kind of like the what is what is that? What's that phrase? Like the end of the 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 short stick or the what? Uh, something like that right whoever knows what the correct phrase is comment down below please because i don't know we, we but you guys know what i'm trying to say um because she was with the tag team with uh ty conti who was also fantastic wrestler 
And then Ty got pregnant. So then she was off the roster for a little bit. And I feel like they kind of just didn't know what to do with Anna. And that's unfortunate because Anna is a great wrestler. And I feel like she's got so much potential. She's so young and she knows what to do when she's out there. She's good with the crowd. Um, I think also kind of the Jericho Appreciation Society kind of, you know, fizzled her out. So that's unfortunate. I mean, what was she? She was just in the background. Her anti-conti, they were just in the background, um, basically supporting the men, mostly Jericho. Yeah. So I get it. They wanted some pretty faces on there. They wanted some women. Nice. I just wish they would have just given them more and given us more, obviously. Yeah. I know when it comes, we always talk about that here. When it comes to the women, we want more. Mm-hmm. There's never, you're never going to give us enough, Tony Khan, Triple H. Like, you're never going to give us enough. Give us more, please. Yeah, and even when, <laughs> if there ever is, um, like, another evolution, right, where it's just all women, I'm still going to leave and be like, oh, there should have been more matches on that. There should <laughs> Exactly. Like, we can never have enough. <laughs> be like, oh, there should have been more ladies. It should have been all-woman um, commentary panel. It should have been an all-woman pre-show. Like, oh, we have ideas, Okay. We have commentary, first of all, if they added like an AW, right? And back in the W2, if they added a woman again, like when they had Renee, Mm -hmm. can you imagine the commentary? Even better. Or imagine if during the women's matches, there was only women on commentary. Yeah. That would be fun. I think that would be awesome. And AEW already has a woman who has done commentary before in Renee Paquette. Like, come on. Hello. Come on. It's, It's literally there. So mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see what what happens um, this year. But I'm very hopeful for the women in, in wrestling this year. So let's talk about where these ladies will appear next. We mentioned that, you know, people were thinking that Mercedes may have debuted the same day as Deanna. And that didn't happen. But um, also Trinity, you know, they say her DNA contract is coming up or her impact contract is coming up. And um, people don't know where she's going to go. Is she going to stay? Is it likely that she's going to go back in WWE? There's rumors that there's been talks that she is going back to WWE. On the other hand, Mercedes, they said that she's not. But I don't think that she would do AEW. Like, I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of up in the air. Rest friend, what are your thoughts on this? I have no idea. I I wish Mercedes would have debuted in AEW already because, to be honest with you, I do feel like she probably will end up back in WWE. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Trinity. Um, I mean, why wouldn't they when, one, I would say most of their friends are there, their mm-hmm. bestest yeah. friends, right? Bailey, Mercedes. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, if they're going to offer them a good amount of money, why not? Yeah. Um, Troy, Troy says, I was seated in my Saturday college class scrolling through the timeline just in case Mercedes debuted. (laughs) He's a huge Mercedes fan. Oh, man. Yeah, I really do think they're going to end up back in WWE. Um, and if that's what makes them happy, makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Makes all of us happy. I'm there with you. I think it's a little late now for Mercedes to join AEW. Not to saying that she won't do it because of course, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen when it comes to wrestling. But I think the, what makes the most sense now is for her to be back in WWE. Um Jade just got there. 
I think, um, you know, Bianca is set to have another fantastic year. Same thing with Becky. Uh, Charlotte's out. So that's an opportunity for um, for someone to really kind of just stand up to the plate. And the Royal Rumble's coming up. I think that'd be a great place for maybe not Mercedes, definitely Trinity, because she had such a great Rumble return uh, those past, I don't remember what year it was, but, you know, you know which one I'm talking about. But man, I think, yeah, I don't think they're going to show up in AEW. I think WWE is very likely. And I do want to say that I think, yeah, it's going to be WWE. And there's nothing wrong with WWE, guys. Like, that's where they had a lot of their happiness. Yeah, it's very unfortunate how things went down. But they have said that, like, hey, you know, if we get talked to and it's the right way, then we'll do it. Exactly what I was thinking. I know that Mercedes and Trinity, both Mercedes and Trinity, would not just go back there and be like, okay, well, give me X amount of money and I'm here. I'm sure they want and they obviously deserve an apology and, you know, whatever else they need to go back there. Um, I, f- I mean, when it comes to other wrestlers, some there are wrestlers in the independent where I'm like, when people are like, oh, there's rumors that they might go to WWE, I'm like, ugh. But when it comes to them, no, they already been there. We know what they can do in WWE, and we know that WWE is going to most likely just let them be. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. Yeah. I honestly thinking about that. Like, if any of both of them or one of them debuted at Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be very awesome. And uh, you know, a lot of people will be like, "Oh, WWE, whatever." But it's literally the biggest wrestling platform out there and i we love AEW, but if it doesn't match up to what wwe is is pulling off right so if mercedes goes back to wwe like sasha banks iconic which they might even just get could you imagine if she doesn't come back as just sasha banks and it's just mercedes that would be insane right insane i I don't know. Yeah. It's like you said about the WWE. It's like it's it's the biggest company out there. I feel like there's probably two types of people: the person that really wants to wrestle and that's what they want to do, just wrestle, mm-hmm. and then there's the people that want to become huge superstars. And if you want to be a huge superstar, you go to WWE. Yeah. That's that's who's gonna give you that platform. Yeah. And sure. obviously, Mercedes and Trinity have a huge superstar um, power. Like. Like it, it, it makes wherever sense. They, the pairing makes yes. sense. Yeah. Yes. Wherever they go, they're gonna be superstars. We've seen it in Trinity. Like she's she was a TNA Impact champ, and they loved her. The crowd loved her. But can you imagine the crowd at the Royal Rumble? They will lose her mind. The same thing. Like comes out. If you, like, could you imagine if it was like an AEW pay per view, and you hear the music, and you're just like, oh my god, yes, that's amazing. But then. I don't know. Like you would think like, Oh, what are they going to do? Like what's, what's happening now? Um, yeah. Uh, Troy says if she does though, Joshi journals is officially hashtag all elite. (laughs) You know what? I do see Mercedes pulling something like that though. We're making us think like, Oh, she's going to go back to WWE, but she ends up in AW. I definitely see her doing something like that. Yeah. Scott says, I think Mercedes goes to AEW or stays in the Indies where she can f- make a lot of money a la Matt Cardona. That would also be interesting to see, um, which I don't have it in the slides here, but 
someone who is going to have an amazing indie run this year is uh, Mustafa Ali, which I think we might go to one of the shows, but that is just good for him, right? <laughs> Absolutely. He he deserves it. And I think he already did an indie show, if I'm not wrong, where... Everything um, is first. Yes. And he was talking about how they literally told him backstage that with the first name like yours, like nobody's ever going to cheer your name. Like no, nobody's ever going to, you know, get behind you. And that's wild. People are still talking like that. It's insane. Um, very unfortunate, but I'm, I'm, I know he's going to make bank. <laughs> Hell yeah. Restaurant, we've been talking about Mustafa Ali leaving third degree for a very long, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Because during the time that he was there, we weren't getting much. Um, and every time they would come to Chicago and he would have a match out here in Chicago, we could hear the well, you know, from the crowd oh. that everyone else saw and knows the potential in him because everyone would get so happy when he would come out. Um, but I, wrist friend, I, I really do hope we get to see him soon. We could have seen him today, but I don't know with this snow. I, no. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they better live stream that show. <laughs> Come pick me up, okay? Jesus, they better live stream and somebody better do something. Oh my god, um, he's he's got more um, in Chicago, so I, I know we'll see him eventually. I'm not too um, worried. I also have to bedazzle his shirt. I ordered his shirt when I saw that the shy Ali. I knew what was up. I said immediately, I need to order that shirt. Um, very very happy for him. Casey mentioned something interesting. She says the hard thing with AW. Um, debut of a former WWE wrestler is the music is often changed. So the pop isn't immediate until the name is shown. Yeah, totally agree. Um, man, I just, I just, I think it's different. Theme songs. Yeah. It's sometimes different. the theme song kind of make the, the, the wrestler sort of like, it's a huge part of them. Obviously growing up as kids, their theme songs for me was everything, mm-hmm. everything. And so that does kind of change the character of a wrestler when they go from WWE to AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right, Casey. I agree with that. You know what's interesting? I saw somebody talking on uh, TikTok that Edge, or that now Adam Copeland, that he's kind of just another person on the roster now in AEW. And he got to keep his theme song. So, um, the I mean, yeah, the debut, amazing. But it's like, that's what I'm worried about with... Um, with Mercedes and Trin is that they will be just another person on the roster because it's literally edge. Right. And now it's just like, mm, I guess kind of like, you know, Jeff and Matt Hardy, where you're kind of just like, Oh yeah, they're there. That's a huge problem with just watching WWE though. Mm. You sometimes you get stuck only on the character and you don't even care about what they're doing in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then they, Here's Adam Copeland and AEW showing us something a little bit different than what we've been seeing in WWE for these past years. Yeah. And people are not into it because he's not Edge. And it's like, well, pay attention to what he's doing in the ring mm-hmm. and maybe you'll be drawn to him. Um, but I get it. I do get it, though. The, when you're used to someone, I mean, how long was Edge in WWE for? We've I known mean, Edge I'm still going to call him Edge exactly. every day. <laughs> Exactly. So I do get that. I do really get that. But I feel like if you really love wrestling and if you really love a, a wrestler, 
you're going to pay attention to everything that they're doing, whether it's the same character or not. Yeah. What Adam Copeland is doing in AW in that ring, sure, it's not the same. He's already older. He has, you know, he has some years on him. But it's great. Yeah. Him and Christian have been giving us some good, great entertainment. Yeah. I want to put this back up because Scott is saying, if Trinity goes back to WWE, it should be to join the bloodline after WrestleMania, after they boot Roman out. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know if it's because I don't watch the movie like that, but that sounds cool. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? I I think I could get behind that. I think Roman is near, definitely near the end of this reign because I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, we're hoping, right? <laughs> I'm tired, and if I show up to this WrestleMania and Cody doesn't win again, I'm I'm calling it. I'm never watching wrestling. I'll <laughs> I will be so angry if Cody doesn't win. Let's not even go there. I don't even want to spend time thinking about Cody not winning because that would be a mess. But it would be interesting, like, yeah, if we don't have anybody to kind of head the bloodline anymore, then, you know, Jimmy and Jay are kind of feuding right now. But if you bring back Trinity into the mix, that would be interesting. I would definitely watch that, so... Yeah. Oh my goodness. Insane. Let's talk about some new Japan stuff, rest friend. You got some some cheese made about Senor Zack Saber Jr. I just wanted to mention that I did watch his match with uh against Tanahashi. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk to about him just a little bit because of you. Because you're starting <laughs> to show some interest in Zack Saber Jr. I do love um, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, yeah, you do. I was expecting a lot of, I don't I, every time that he's going to wrestle, I just, I'm just waiting for him to just scream and talk in the ring because he's so loud and he always has something to say. Vocal, and yeah. to me, to me, that's what makes his matches. Like anytime I could hear Zack Sabre Jr. complaining about anything, I crack up. And to me, his matches are very entertaining. He's a very good technical wrestler. We, yeah. we all know that. Um, and Tanahashi, I was... <laughs> Tanahashi ended up winning, which I wasn't really expecting because he's now the, I'm not, I'm not sure of the correct term, but he's basically the boss. Like he's mm. their boss now. Oh yes. And, yeah. He got his promotion. Japan, he got his promotion. Yes. And the, <laughs> the one thing that sticks out a lot that I hate because Sergio just showed me before we started streaming too, was that, well, sure that was another match. I'm sorry, but you can kind of see Tanahashi's bum. Um, during their match, he was pulling down his Tonys a little bit. Well, the sexy Virginia yeah. pulling down his Tonys a little bit. And you could see butt crack. And I'm like, I don't even see my possible future bosses, Nagas. Like, what, what, what is going on here? <laughs> but the match was very... It was very good. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's Tanahashi and Zack Sabre Jr. Like I said, Tanahashi winning was not on... I didn't think that was going to happen, but good for him. Good for him. He's, he's, he's going to get all the championships because yeah. he can. Love to see it. 10 out of 10. Love to see it. And I know you said Wrestle Kingdom also happened, right? So did you watch that? That happened so early in the morning, right? Yeah, that was our Wrestle Kingdom 18. That was very early in the morning. I did not watch the entire thing. I never make it. <laughs> I never make it through the whole thing, ever. I always have to watch the next day. Yeah. And Sergio was on my ass, like, so have you watched it? Have you watched it? I'm like, oh, relax. Like, I'll, I'll watch it. So <clears throat> I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, so I did end up watching it the next day with Sergio and I having dinner. We were watching it together. Very, very good. Um, I really enjoyed it. You have Okada now. And Okada had a match with Brian Danielson, which everyone loved. 
everyone loved that match so much. Match so much. I I saw that most that was most people's favorite match of the night. Oh. Um, I know you saw his entrance. You saw his entrance and the the jacket he was wearing, the coat he was wearing, Okada. Um. Oh, that's not the one he was wearing. I was like, okay. No, no, it's not the different one. Yeah, so Scott says Tana needs to stop wrestling and run the promotion. I agree. Um, you agree? I mean, a little bit. Not that he needs to stop wrestling because I do enjoy still seeing him in there. He's the ace. I haven't been watching for that long. So the thought of a lot of my favorites not wrestling anymore makes me a little sad. And it's like, I don't mind seeing him in the ring. Um, but that's why they say that I was surprised that he won. Because, yeah, I you, you would think that he's just going to be running things more. Yeah. Um, but he's I honestly don't have that big of a huge of a problem with him still yeah. wrestling. Um, Troy says, are there any Okada stands in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Okada's beautiful. He He's beautiful. He's gorgeous. His character is it. His wrestling is it. Like, to me... Okada's a huge star. So He's so silly. So silly. Love him. So, so funny. That's someone that I would love to see in AW. We don't got to talk about that now, but I would love to see him in AW. Oh, man. Um, 10 out of 10. I also, I also saw Will Ospreay against David Finlay and John Moxley. Also a very good match. Um, I wish I could remember who John Moxley was kind of like cosplaying or whatever he came out as something mm. in batman something about batman and yeah. a villain i don't know sergio told me and i already forgot but um <laughs> that match was also very good yeah um let's talk about okada's jacket because i know that that was that took twitter by storm so i think i i, I wish i saw this entrance but i just saw the jacket alone talk to me about this jacket rest friend did you see it live or when it when it happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't. I felt like I didn't pay too much attention to it, but I know people were going crazy. Yeah. It looks good. It's crazy, right? So it was. It, it is crazy. It's it was like his his gear, his his jacket, and when it got hit by black light, it changed colors. Which I'm like, that is literally incredible. Talk about innovation. If anyone was going to do it, it was going to be Okada, right? He had the coins. Why not? He's got the the Okada. What is it? The the the, the Okada bucks. That's what they are. Yeah. Look, I'm showing the video right now. But man, it looks amazing. Keep forgetting that people listening to the podcast won't even be able to see this. But yeah, she's showing the the, the coat, the jacket, and it kind of gives Mexico vibes too. Like you know, Okada's invited to the Carnesala. Um but it's kind of giving like. Aztec vibes, doesn't it, friend? It does. It's giving it's giving some, something for sure. I mm -hmm. I can appreciate it. I think it's cool. And I hope that other people start thinking like about the addition to this to the gear because someone else who kind of did this was Trinity, right? Um yes. Naomi was when she was in WWE, she was like, Oh, okay, like I'm gonna wear the glow in the dark lipstick and like glow in the dark stuff. So that will really just help. And it just really made her stand out so the fact that okada did this i was like whoa this is incredible um i really really liked that and uh let's go to, we're getting a lot of comments all right let's let's see so scott says he's hard to watch doesn't move around that well about um ace and um okay people get older it's it happens um he's not everyone's cup of tea 
but we like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like yeah, like you said, he he yeah. is older, so he obviously he's a little slower than he was back then, but um, still entertaining in my yeah. opinion. Still entertaining. There's a lot of people who are wrestling in their older age, and let me tell you, looking like air fryers, no, it's not. It's not working out. Um, the next comment. So Mox was Red Hook, I think. Interesting. God, okay, yeah. Something about a Batman. Batman as a bad guy or I don't know, something like that, rest friend. I wish I knew. <laughs> but but you know what? It makes sense. Be exactly me too. But it makes sense to be my, um John Moxley. John Moxley wasn't gonna come out as fucking Robin, right? So yeah. it, it makes sense yeah. for for Mox. Scott says he's a Naito guy. I'm a Naito guy too. <laughs> I'm a Naito dude. <laughs> Mim says, yes, I follow him on Twitter and I don't even eat chicken or watch wrestling like that. Who? Okada? Is it Okada? Okada? I want to say it's Okada. That is so funny. Oh, Red Hood is Robin. Oh, so is oh. that a red? Sorry. We're so behind, anyway. guys. We don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Troy says, Beyonce did this UV light thing on her Renaissance tour. Okada's a cultured man. Oh, love to see it. Sure. You can you can tell. You can tell Okada. He's he knows. He knows what's up. He's I mean, he's very good friends with the young butts. Of course he knows what's up. Yeah. So Damon says Okada's gear and entrance are always next level. That robe was so sick. It really was. Beautiful. I'm probably gonna be thinking about it all year. <laughs> for the rest of for the next eleven months. <laughs> Mentioning to every wrestler, you saw Okada's, you saw Okada's robe. Did you see Okada's? And you need to do something like that. Every pay per view we go to, restaurant, every seat, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, restaurant, look at their gear. They didn't see Okada's. And we always do talk about the gears because, like you said, when it comes to the men, they, you know, they only allow themselves to show who they are with their gear because they don't wear makeup because they don't want to. I would love it if someone wore makeup. Yeah. Um. But they don't want to, they don't. So the only thing that really does stand out from them, it's either like their hair, whatever's on their face, or their gear. Yeah, Mim said Okada. Absolutely. I don't even watch New Japan like that, and I still also follow Okada. Who else do I follow? I think I follow Ibushi. Does Ibushi have something? I don't know. Twitter, I don't remember his internet. Oh, his burger promo, I don't follow Okada. Interesting. So I wouldn't know. Is he, does he have burger promos like that? Now I need to, I have a lot of things to watch today. <laughs> many, many things to watch today. Okay, let's continue um, with New Japan. Keeping it in that, in that theme. This match, Hiromu Takahashi versus El Desperado was my favorite match of the night. Um, of course, Hiromu Takahashi's my, that, that's my boy. That's my... That's my brother. That's my. I love this man so 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 much. He brings. I mean, I'm going to say the same about Naito later, but he brings such emotion to such different emotions to Matt to his wrestling for me mm -hmm. that I just really feel connected to him. Yeah. Um, it's hard to explain, but I really feel connected to him. And when it comes to him and Despi and Despi and their matches, rest friend for me, they deliver every single time. Yeah. They beat the shit out of each other like they like they're real enemies. Like backstage, they really hate each other. They the way that they just go in the ring for me, ugh, I, I just love it so much. Um, it was my favorite match of the night. I loved it so much. 
I love that Despi finally got his win and he got the, the championship. I didn't write down what the name of the championship is. I'm sorry. But um, um, what's it called? What was I going to say about that? But yeah, Despi, <laughs> Despi, Hiromu Takahashi, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful as always. Yeah. And also another match of the night for me, Sonata versus Naito. And obviously it was a match of the night for me because I love Naito so much. And I have been, a lot of us have been waiting for Naito to have his Tokyo Dome night, his Tokyo Dome moment, and just his, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, just his moment, his shine, his, his flowers. Finally got. What is, what is that that they say about Cody's story? He got to finish um, his story. Oh, he, he, fin- he got to yeah. finish his story. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he got to finish his story. And first friend, it, to me, it was a very beautiful match. A lot of people thought that it didn't live up to like Brian Danielson's and Okada's match, mm. but I don't care. To me, it it gave everything. Um, I feel like especially if you've been following Naito um, for however long you have, you wanted him to win this. You wanted him to have this. And I think Sonata deserves more respect than what he's been getting while he was a champ. Uh, a lot of people did not appreciate him as a champ, and that really pisses me off. And I really hope that this match... For anyone that saw it, I hope they were able to finally put some respect on Sonata's name. Yeah. So um, Damon says he's so happy that Naito got his moment at Wrestle Kingdom as champ and got to do the Los Ingobernables de Japan roll call. I went to Wrestle Kingdom in 2019 in Tokyo and we got robbed of uh, that. I know. I that My dream is also to say that out loud one day in person with Naito in the ring and me there. I would freaking love that so much. I would cry if I met Naito, but I'm so happy he got his win. I got very emotional. Mm-hmm. If you've been following Naito and, and, and Sonata since Sonata was in LIJ, and when Sonata left LIJ, then you know the things that were said between them two. They yeah. both... I, obviously, Naito wasn't very happy that, that Sonata left. He, I, you could tell he was a little bit butthurt, and Sonata was ready to leave, and they both had some things to say that weren't very nice about each other. Yeah. So that win, okay, the Naito win was nice. But then afterwards, Evil came out and attacked Naito, and Sonata came for the save. He helped Naito against Evil, and Rest Friend made me so emotional. I'm not kidding. I was crying. I was, well, I was tearing up. I thought that was so sweet because, like I said, after everything that was said between them two, it was very, very, very cute. Um, yeah, Naito finally got his roll call, like Scott said. Um, very emotional. I was very emotional after all of that. Sonata was emotional, too, because Naito, like, called him out for that, and that was really sweet. It, I really enjoyed this Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know if it's because I really did pay way more attention <laughs> than other times. Yeah. Um, but I really did enjoy Wrestle yeah. Kingdom 18. What else does Damon say? He says, when I saw Naito chugging that icy belt all the time and his tranquilo attitude, he single-handedly got me into New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's the man. That's yeah, me too. Me too. Naito is a wrestler for me that out of all wrestlers besides the Young Bucks, he, I he's don't know, he just spot. brings out all these different emotions. You get, you get a Very sweet spot emotions. for him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. 10 out of 10. Oh, man. It's, it's going to be a good year, best friend. I feel it. It's going to be a great fucking year. And you know what? If this is it for Naito, then... Because he, he also, he, he's been very vocal for a very long time about him not going on for very long. And you can tell, you can tell my 
my boy's knees are giving out on him sometimes. You can tell that my knees he's... are giving out too. We're all there. <laughs> we can all relate. And you know, you can you can obviously see it. Of course, they got some. You know, they got some years on them, but they're still going out there and entertaining us and doing what they can. First of all, Japan and the Tokyo Dome love Naito. So uh, I, I could keep talking about how much he deserves this for so, so long. Yeah. For the whole entire show. For the whole show. I'm telling you. House of Torture needs to go away, Scott George said. No. <laughs> God. I, I, I don't hate him as much as other people do. I know people hate evil. They hate him so much. I don't hate him that I mean, I don't hate him, period. I do not hate him. Yeah. But... I did think that was uncalled for. That was very unnecessary. Him coming out to attack Naito, I was like, Why? <laughs> First of all, he left way before Sonata did. So I really don't understand what's going on there. But I think, I guess if we want to add Sonata coming in for the save, that added to the story. And I guess that was probably the point of it. Mm-hmm. That was very nice, though. That was like a very nice little, I mean, like, oh, cool, wait, Evil. That's literally what Sonata said. Like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, please, this is not Evil the time. and Dick to go. Is not the time. Oh my goodness, Rush Friends. This year, I feel like Rush Friends, we're going to be out and about. Out and about. We're going to be at C2E2. I hope so. We're going to be at C2E2. We, of course, have our annual Friends all out, you know, group outing that we do. Um, I'll be at Mania. I'm going to be at Double or Nothing. And I'm excited, Rush Friends. We, I think 2024 is going to be a good year for Rush Friends. And yeah. I, I hope so, Rush Friends. I really hope so. Me too. I, I can't, we can't tell you guys what's going to happen because we don't know, yeah. but I really do hope we're able to give you guys more, um, like wrestling content this year. Yeah. And I mean, the live stream, I think it worked out pretty well. I think we did I a know, good job. Friend. The, I love it. The presentation, where is Troy's comment? I'm going to put that back up here because I thought that was great. Um, let's see. Oh, I love this Rust Friends slideshow presentation era. We're going to give it more. We're going to keep giving it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's fun. It's fun. I think, you know, it's super entertaining to be able to react, with, uh, to hang out and talk to our Rust Friends in real time. So, oh, look at Troy. Yes. Excited for you guys. We love you, Troy. If you guys don't watch Joshi Journals, definitely make sure that you guys subscribe over there because all everything that I know about Joshi, I learned from Troy. <laughs> Absolutely learn from Troy. What does Scott saying? Every match has an interference, just like the bloodlines. Scott is not letting this go. Scott has feelings about this. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Rush Friend, everyone that hates House of Torture, that's all they say all the time. They cannot, they they just they have this true hate for the House of Torture. I don't know why. And last comment, slideshow is the move. 10 out of 10, guys. We thank you so much for sticking out with us on this live on Fridays. Uh, I think Fridays are good, probably going to be the move where it's going to be me and Teddy Fridays and uh, we'll live stream and you guys can chat with us and hang out and let us know also if you guys have anything that you specifically want us to talk about. And we will add it. We will add it to our little checklist, even if we don't know what we're talking about. At least we'll mention it. We'll be like, guys, we don't know about this. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all social media. Restaurants. Uh, Restaurant, where can our listeners find us? Everywhere else. Our Twitter and our Instagram at Restaurants. Mm-hmm. On our link. On our bio, I'm sorry. Yeah. We have our link tree on there. And our link tree has 
the link to anything restaurant related, any restaurant content you want to see, our yeah. YouTube, our Instagram, or our Twitter, whatever, it's, it's on our link tree. Brandon posted the little scissors emojis. The scissor belt is back there. And you can uh, head over to YouTube at Rest Friends and watch me make it. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch her make it. Watch me make that, that is belt. so beautiful in person. <laughs> Let me tell you guys. So, so beautiful cute. in person. Love it. 10 out of 10. Thank you, Rest Friends, so much for watching. We appreciate it. We love you. And we will see you guys next time. So bye. Love you guys. Bye. Sending little kisses. <laughs>